Hey, this is Tim McKernan, and I am here with Seth Goldcamp of Design Air Heating and Cooling, and I have been a longtime Design Air client. What separates you guys from everybody else? It's becoming more common for companies to just get their foot in the door. They try to come up with different ways to upsell. They try to see how much they can make off of a customer as opposed to, hey, we're in there to do a service. We're going to do it well. We're going to do it for a fair price. I don't know how many emails I have received from our listeners who experience the incredible customer service Design Air Heating and Cooling provides. It's Design Air Heating and Cooling online at designairservice.com. The choice of a lawyer is important and shouldn't be based on an ad. After a serious car accident, people have two questions. Why me and what now? Well, no one knows why you, but I'm Terry Crouppen and my law firm Brown and Crouppen sure can help with the what now. Car repairs, medical bills, lost wages, pain and suffering. We're Brown and Crouppen, and we've got all those answers. All you have to do is call. 222-2222. St. Louis, it's the morning after on KPN-TFM HD2. Collinsville, St. Louis. At the morning after STL on YouTube and on TMASTL.com. With Tim McKernan, Doug Vaughn, Iggy Strode, The Plowboy, and Action Jackson. 707 in St. Louis, you are listening to TMA. From the Michelob Ultra Studios. Do you like that pause? It was pretty dramatic right out of the shoot. Yeah, kind of sends a message to the mm-hmm. audience that uh, this program is loaded for bear. The question is, are you? Are you ready? Well, what's yeah. happening today? Lisa Ann, 9 o'clock. Oh, okay. Iggy? Good. Oh, that wasn't much of a response. You're going to have to pick it up because I'm not going to be much good to you. Why not? The Blues had a Jim Dandy of a win last well, night, perhaps their most complete performance of the young season. I missed it all. I was at uh, Mark Milton's wrestling show at the Missouri Athletic Club. Nice. Oh, nice. Hacksaw Jim Duggan was there, Jake the Snake Roberts and Jimmy Hart. We had dinner with those guys. Oh, yeah? How were they? Packed up. Funny, funny guys. Do you want to pin you? No, I didn't do any grappling, but there was a grappling show, and I saw some just some dreadful violence. Aren't they too old to wrestle? Uh, they did. Those guys went wrestling. Jimmy Hart's now almost eighty. Is that right? Seventy-nine years old. He looks yeah. like he's fifty. God Almighty! I wouldn't have guessed that. Yeah. Well, there could be some hair dye involved there. Now, what makes I'm you say back. that? <laughs> and the other guys are, are every bit of sixty. Sixty something. So they're not going off the top rope and doing elbow No, drops. they were just there as appearances. You know, the younger guys were grappling. One guy from Egypt, I swear it, he was just there to stir things up. He looked like he was a shepherd, and I don't think he even had a flock, frankly. Clip that off. But thankfully, the, the silverback Tommy Helm sent him back to the Nile River Valley with a big loss, and I don't think that'll set very well in that whole Mesopotamia region. It was good to see it. There's some people disrespecting the American flag, and you know who wouldn't put up with it? Mark Milton. He's no. tax yeah, he's, 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 he is a patriot. Yeah. He got up off his feet and threatened some of them with tax issues. <clears throat> you get in there with a chair? People, many people got hit with a chair. Mark no. Milton did not. <clears throat> How was he officiating? Hideous. No better. Why they don't bring in video replay, I don't know. How was dinner? <clears throat> dinner was spectacular. It was great. Funniest part of the night is when the show is over, you know, all the people there are... are MAC members. When the show is over, people start to get their picture taken outside of the ring. And then a minute later, they're standing on the ring. A minute after that, they're inside the ring posing. Uh, another 30 seconds goes by, they're standing on the top turnbuckle, 
Pretty soon, there's 15 guys in the ring. Separate bouts are breaking out <laughs> between these investment lawyers and doctors and business leaders. It's hysterical. Everybody had their clothes People on. People had to come, no, no, there's no wrestling guys. Guys are in sport coats. <laughs> Doug, these are sophisticated gentlemen. They were. That's a fun night. The second time he's invited me to do that, it was a really good time. Mark Milton. Friend of the show is what he is. Yes, he sure is. He's yeah, he sure. a great gentleman. Uh, he is. He yeah. loves ILL. Yeah. Doug, actually... if you want to play, you know what, Plowhawk? I know it was tough last week. Nice lead against Wisconsin. Blew uh, the lead late. late Doug, here's down. your play. You want it? Yeah. Wisconsin shocks the Buckeyes tomorrow night in Madison. You think so? Take 14 and a half points. Luke Fickle. It's Luke Fickle season. You want your upset for this weekend? There it is. Do with it what you want. I don't care. Don't matter to me. You know what uh, Madison did was she bought us tickets to the Illinois Western Illinois University basketball game in Champaign this year. I'll be darned. That's near and dear. Who do you pull for in that spot? Oh, you got to go ILL for sure. Over your alma mater? Oh, my God. Yeah. Oh, come on. Aren't you in the Hall of Fame there? Uh, a little plaque, like just a little placard, <laughs> nothing major. A placard. But all like the people that like all the, you know the the teachers and everybody have, have left from my era there. So I don't even know if I have that real connection to Western because all of my professors now are at Austin P or went to Bowling Green or you know are retired. So yeah, yeah, but yeah, I O L. You did a lot day. of studying there. Yeah, you did. Yeah, I did You're enough. Quite a scholar. That's a stretch. <laughs> what, you graduated? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. That was a cheap shot. Yeah, I not that. everyone can do that. I yeah, that. I got that the diploma. Very mm-hmm. Whoever doesn't. Woof. You completed all the credit hour requirements. Okay. Yeah. Very offensive. Yeah. I was eight hours away, and I was like, man, do I stop now? My you just kept that's when you stop. That's when you shut her down. You kept your nose to the grindstone. That's when you shut her down. And yet you're still going to root against that school that gave you a degree. I do love Western, and now with my first gigs were uh, doing video for, you know, the practices and doing, mm-hmm. you know, pre- and post-game interviews and then doing the, the video for during the games. If you're 115 pounds now at age, what, 30? 34, yeah. 34. How much did you weigh in college when you were there? I've been about, you, I've you been, fattened up. I've been this size sophomore year. With my last time, I was an oh. athlete. Um, and that was for a short period of time off the physical. That was the last time I weighed myself before KG and O-Town. Yeah. And I was 115 pounds. So <laughs> I Not like gained... in college you were 96 pounds. <laughs> yeah, I have not gained a pound in, I guess, 20 years. Yeah. That's Pretty close thing. to 20. Yeah. But, yeah, so carrying around, like, back then, I guess it was only, like, 2009 or 10. Mm-hmm. But the tripods were in this ridiculous plastic case. That you had to carry. Yeah. The camera was in like a suitcase that you were dragging. And like Western is like where our department was. Everything was uphill. And you're just dragging that equipment. And Drag oh, that I do not hmm. miss that. I bet I ruined 20 pairs of pants in my career. Lug- lugging that darn tripod. <laughs> There's a, that's like a mad, like a sex mad lib. <laughs> <laughs> Needs to be clipped off. Speaking of which, we have the drops of the week. In addition to Lisa Ann's scheduled appearance at 9.05. Uh, and, of course, the design air heating and cooling email today. Doug, this is it. All right? What Here's is the deal. What is it? This is the one. This is it. Say goodbye to the 80s, perhaps the 70s, oh, no. in 2023. 
You might get to say goodbye to both of them today. And then you say, Seth Goldcamp, come on over. We got red alert, red alert. We've got lows in the 20s next week. Red alert. I don't, I don't. Get the furnace tuned up with Design Air Heating and Cooling, the official HVAC provider of TMAN, the Tim McKernan Show. And uh, Doug and I are clients. We go to designairservice.com, click on the Book Now tab. They come over there, and then Seth Goldcamp and his staff tune that thing up, and now you are ready for the next six months of cold weather temperatures, and you can enjoy it in peace and quiet and warmth. Courtesy of the wonderful people mm-hmm. at Design Air Heating and Cooling. Online at designairservice.com. Get that furnace tuned up. Do it today. Schedule today because 20-degree temperatures are coming next week. High in the 40s, low 28 is what I see. On Ugh, gosh. Well, right to the winter coats. How do you do? Today we're today we look like beach bums. We do, yeah. Cute beach bums, too, beach boys, at the very yeah. least. Uh, Buck Swope with the lead in that design air heating and cooling October standing with a one goal lead on JV Golf Coach. Keep an eye on the calcified ear, but he is going to have to win out in order to force a sudden death playoff on Wednesday. Only three more design air heating and cooling emails of the day for the month of October. Buck Swope, six wins. JV Golf Coach, five wins. Calcified Ear, three wins. Tiger Terry, South City Otis, and Harvey Paul all eliminated yesterday. Doug, did the Blues eliminate the Calgary Flames last I think so. The Calgary's lost four in a row now. Maybe not a great hockey team, but uh, oh, there's Craig Berube going with the old 11-7. and seven. How do you do? Joel Hofer out there shutting them out. And First the Blues with shutout. 35 shots on goal, which is the equivalent of like 70 for many teams. Yeah. Um, how do you do with the lineup changes? Did it cause a response from the boys? The boys, yeah. Kevin Hayes, Jake Neighbors, and Torochenko, how do you do? It's two very strong games for them, two out of the last three. I know. So maybe they're going to be a little better than we think. They've had two of their last four be terrible and mm-hmm. two of their last four be really good. Who is this club? If you do that all year, you're, you'll probably get in the playoffs. Yeah, it's going to be a tough putt. Yeah. Well, it's nice to see him pick up that W in that Banff. Did they area. stay in Banff? Yeah. And now they play the Canucks? Yeah. All right. Been our bitter chicken dinner tonight. Mm-hmm. Hey, Tim, sitting in a cabin in the woods enjoying the hot tub while listening to you in the nude. Doug, you sound great. That's from Kay in Southtown. He's in the nude? I like that one. Why do you have to say down. you're in the nude? Why don't I just say I'm nude? Why I'm Took in off. the nude? I don't know. Maybe it's an invitation. I don't know. You don't say I'm in the naked. Clip that off. Major surgery was needed to fix the Canucks. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh. Yeah, there's a little delay. Change topic quick. Needed to be played, though. You don't even have to be a hockey fan to have heard the word Canucks, right? It's kind of a nickname for anyone from Canada. Is it offensive, though? I don't think so, no. Like, like I'm called a Mick every day, and I find it offensive. You do? Yeah. Can oh, I, yeah. The can I ask him all? <laughs> I don't think it's an Eskimo. Like like Americans would be Yankees. Yanks. You offended by that? I'm not offended by anything. No, I'm not either. Maybe I'm a bad judge. <laughs> I'm like immune. Well, if it was offensive, they wouldn't be called the Vancouver Canucks, would they? I think it's just kind of a slang well, what term. what about for... the name before the Guardians? We're not even going to say it on air. Thank you. Uh, exactly no, right. We're not even going to give it the credit. Thank you, Plowhawk. Can we say the name of the country, though? It's... 
You could be Indian ah! if you're from India. Uh, yeah, so. Nope. There we go. We're going to have a problem. The uh, the for show. the record, my perspective is uh, there are four oceans, the Atlantic, the Pacific, the Arctic, and the Native American Ocean. So, But it's not Native American. It's nothing to do with Native American. Yeah, they changed it. It's actually pretty long. Drop out of it, Paul yeah. Hawk. Doug decided today's the day is going rogue. <laughs> what do I call my neighbors? Doug? I guess Native Americans, whether they are or not. The NAO Ocean. Wait, the Native... Wait, yeah, NAO... Yeah, don't need ocean at the end. Bombayan. Bombayan? New Dillian. Pompeian? No. In. You call them Indians. That's what I call them. Well, there we go. From. Tim Ellie Clutch doesn't much, but, and she's hot. I got primed her this morning. She's neat. I finished. Good morning, guys. I got some car buzz, and you're starting to get concerned about yeah. <laughs> the hell is that? What is that? Is Ellie crazy. Clutch a person? I don't have any idea. She must be an up-and-comer in the industry. I'm not familiar with her work, if that's the case. Any idea. She doesn't munch butt, and she's hot. I wonder if people like have to put that on their avails. You what like you that do avails? and don't munch right. on? You have to put it on the resume. Yeah. Tim, you forgot the Southern Ocean. It's not your fault. That's from the Hunchback of On Castle. Uh, yeah, the Southern Ocean's a whole new thing. You know about that Southern Ocean? Uh, no. Is it something politically correct? No, I think it's new. It, it just emerged. They just found another ocean after all these years? That's correct. Which like, ocean would that be? It's one outside of the Atlantic. There's the Think South Pacific that? and the South Atlantic. Well, this is new. They found it. Well, Where I started it? North Antarctica, and that's now a thing. Think about that. Antarctica's in the South. Right, but this yeah, is the northern part. North of it. It's a new Antarctica. Where the, yeah, it's where the uh, little heat is. The heat is in the Yeah, the warmer North parts. It's where Antarctica? Antarcticans vacation. How would you like to have to grow up in Antarctica? <laughs> I don't think anybody think does. Anybody, <laughs> like, there's probably a child of a scientist couple that lived down there. I'm sure it's happened. So there has to be somebody who's born in Antarctica. It's too cold to even have sex. <laughs> well, they could have had it before they got there. Why don't you probably go back home and have the kid? I'm just wondering how many people are. Well, I guess we could look it up. How I don't think we can. Born in Antarctica. I don't think. Where's that bitch, Kai? I'm rock hard and full of milk. Need to shoot this yogurt missile. That's from the recovering oh. alcoholic from Belleville and Webster Groves. Sweet, sweet Kai is in Baltimore, and just a gentleman from all indications. Eleven babies have been born in Antarctica. That's yeah, it. Eleven. How many of them have went that's, to the NFL? That's, what? <laughs> NFL? Uh, I mean, I'm still live there. It's quite an exclusive no, club. Nobody lives there. Um, Antarctica, therefore, has the lowest infant mortality rate of any continent at 0%. How about that? Hmm. Great doctor. Undefeated. Yeah. Right. Yeah, I knew there had to be somebody born there. Do they even have a hospital? Uh, it's all like laboratories and science yeah. spots, so I'm sure they have. Something to help them out. People give birth in their homes. Mm-hmm. You know, Cena's going to be hot when Mick Blue's legs go above his head. What's for dinner? Chopped beef salad, Doug. That's from oh, Deep Totem. Gosh. Is there anything more disgusting than a guy with his legs over his head? Did we have to get to that point quite so mean? early in the show? I feel like this audience doesn't want to hear about this Blue's victory. Mm. Three nothing. Hey, Sonny. Yeah. Uh, Sonny had an empty netter. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Hey, Bortz. Good to see you out there scrapping. Okay. Uh, yeah, I, I missed it, as I said, so I don't have a, a lot Doesn't to Doesn't sound like the audio want to talk about it. about it either. 
What about this Rangers what? Diamondbacks World Series? I'm trying to do sports talk okay. radio. When does that start? Tonight. How many days off they have? Well, they would have had two or two or three. Right? Depends on the squadron you're talking about. Yeah. Rangers haven't played since Munsman. Monday, yeah. Diamondbacks haven't played since Tuesday. Tuesday. Uh, well, it'll be fun. Uh, Zach Gallen will be out there. Mm-hmm. Marcelo Zuno. How many former Cardinals will have huge World Series? Half a dozen of them, <laughs> probably. Montgomery will throw a no-hitter. Garcia will hit three or four home runs. Doug, Ellie Clutch is a porn star with a red head. Cute. It's from Baloo the Bear. Okay. Jungle Book character. Very good. Phil Harris was the original voice. I think we talked about this a little while ago. Yeah, a couple days ago. Yeah. My mom gave birth to me on TV. That's from Mae Young's newborn hand. Oh, how was that? That is correct. Mae Young gave birth to a hand. Oh. Dude, yeah. I forgot. We... (laughs) Some reason we played that audio on the radio <laughs> mm. a couple of times, and it, it, I feel like you need the video element with it if you've never seen it before, because it's just people screaming. That was when the WWE really lost its way. I actually think I mean, that they, when a seventy-eight-year-old woman gave birth to a hand. Yeah. Why yeah. do you say that? That's, could it be any more stupid than that? What about when Stone Cold went into the? I see you where Vince McMahon was. Oh, yeah. Hit him over the head with a bedpan. Now, that was good. That was Pulling funny. Cords. I bet you'd have the balls <laughs> to say this to those uh, grapplers last night as you dined. No. No, that, they were very funny. Jake that, the Snake had some good snake stories. I think that's, <laughs> that's the thing with wrestling. The product is only as good as its, like, characters that, like, mm-hmm. you know, are playing. That Like, the Rocks, Stone Cold, you had Sting in that era, Goldberg, like... They uh, had that Goldberg just, had a what was that 181 win streak? <laughs> I don't know. Kane, don't forget was. about him. R.I.P. But when Steve Austin hit Vince McMahon with the electrical paddles, that was good. That I, was good stuff. I love knocked him clear out of the hospital. Pulling the cord, but there was like no sound coming out of mm-hmm. like any of the devices. <laughs> <laughs> you would think something would happen when they're pulling. That off. might be my favorite scene of all time. With yeah. WWE. Better than the Godfather baptism scene. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, if you haven't seen that, that is a funny, funny scene. Well, you can Google this scene. It's the best ever is when um, Triple H, I don't know what his move is, where he puts you between his legs. And oh, the, the pedigree. <clears throat> he did God, why Stephanie do I know McMahon, that? Put her, put, his, put her head between his legs and lifted her up, and her boobs popped out. Oh. Dude, they, yeah, like when they had the W, what are they called, the Divas used to, I think. Oh, bra and panty matches? Yeah. I never see those anymore. Yeah. <laughs> I just didn't get the steel cage match. You had to climb to the very top, and then the only way is to jump right. down. I wouldn't. To get out of the cage is the way to win. So why, when the bell rang to start, why didn't you immediately run to the gate and get out? <laughs> why or wouldn't you do be- that? Or did you the- ask Mouth of the South that last night? I didn't, night? no. There's a bell hanging in the rafters, and you got to yeah. climb the ladder, ladder, and you're almost there. Almost and- there, and then <laughs> one punch will knock you completely off the ladder. Uh-huh. Shaking it. <laughs> Is there anything hotter than a scene featuring Captain Stabbin where he takes his knee brace off and proceeds to jackhammer an Ozark swamp creature on his cigarette boat, Doug? That's from oh. Team Toad. Hot takes. Ozark swamp creature? Oh. I don't like to know who the writers were for WWE when they came up with that idea that, all right, well, <laughs> Mae Young just had sex with uh, Mark Henry is, what, 400 pounds? Yeah, I mean, yeah. Let's yeah. get her pregnant, but... Let's have her birth a hand. Yeah. I love it. I think Mark <laughs> and they all God went with Almighty. it. Yeah. Oh, this is great. <laughs> Mark Henry huh? passed, hasn't he? 
No, no. Is Mark Henry alive. still with us? Okay, he's I thought he was. Still right. And he was the father of the hand. But it was a white hand. Whoa, 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 whoa. But it was, I mean, it was. It just was weird. Like, I, I don't think the hand is what threw me off. <laughs> How many hands have been born in Antarctica? Oh, we'd have to look, look that up, Jack. How do you, like, do you, where do you find it? I, like, I guess holes. 22. Six. 22 of 11 babies have been born. Yeah, uh, you know, like Bradley, hands. look, I agree. This live does suck. This was not the plan, man. I'm with you. We're just doing what we can. Yeah. Colonel texted me about an hour ago. He goes, hey, are we doing that radio thing today? Uh, <laughs> Doesn't sound like he has a lot of enthusiasm for his appearance on Balloon Party. And Jackson and I would say join the club. But the, the reality is the colonel will be with us. And uh, mm-hmm. we'll talk it over. There, there, He was texting me yesterday that a, a thread regarding uh, Ryan Wingo and some of the backstory... Uh, turned into a TMA thread, as many high school recruiting stories do throughout the country, mm-hmm. really. Yeah. On his website? PowerMizzou.com. I'm a loyal reader, a loyal subscriber. Are you? I am. Yeah. What are they saying about us? Are we going to go read it? I'm just curious. Do, They're trashing the show. Do you show think, do you, because do you think it was supportive? We didn't break the story. but Break what story? That he was going to Texas. We should have known that. Well, we couldn't have known. Well, we were going to do our own research, but we had our own supposed insider that said it was a done deal. Mm-hmm. Lock, stock, and seal. Uh-oh. 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 Talking about Thornton? Uh-oh. Yeah, Lair Bear? Mm-hmm. Lair Bear. <laughs> <laughs> well, he let all of us down, this Thornton fellow. I mean, I'm pretty much buying it. I'm... Sam Horn to Arkansas threat. I see the top of the page when I go there. Yeah, that? if you're him, you got to go. Don't you sure. gotta go. Understandable. You gotta go. But Arkansas, I didn't know that. Brady Cook's a lock to start next year. He's not good enough to go to the NFL. He probably wants to, <clears> you know, he's a Mizzou guy, the true son. He's going to play all four years. Big loss for the baseball team. I don't too. know if he's going to Maybe Arkansas. he's going to Arkansas to play baseball. Arkansas's got a baseball team. I don't want you to know until you get in the portal. I mean, schools can't talk to you while you're still at another school, can they? 19-year-olds talk to, like, maybe their friend. Like, somebody has some bit of information in an act. Like, it's like the game telephone. Yeah. It's like these kids aren't keeping it fully sealed. I guess this is the thread, Doug. My radio spot in STL this morning on Wingo. Oh. And then it goes off. This is from Thornton. Oh, jeez. <laughs> Are you in there, Jackson? Yeah. That means you're a subscriber. I didn't know that. Of course, yeah. I support. I try to support Gabe. What's your uh, username, bro? Uh, JB Midwest 5. JB Midwest. I like that. It sounds like you give it. Takes. Yeah, do you no. go in there and uh, JB Midwest goes uh, light up Leo Lyons? Never, I've never once posted, but I see here that Timmy Walters has. Timmy Walters is a Power Mizzou member? Nice. Uh, someone saying Timmy Walters. Redshirting is under their name. I like, like that. oh, let's see what they thought of our conversation. Couldn't even listen after watching the creature in the bottom right corner. Who's that? That's Plowhawk, actually. That's me. Oh. I guess I'm a creature. <laughs> Not a swamp creature, though. I, you just assume it's Iggy, so that's why I turned and yeah, I'm I like, oh too. man, what a shot. Hey, that's the, the hawk. The He's right. on here. He claims he deleted his account, but we all know that's impossible. Tiger Blood Green 81 said that. Mm. You know him? No, I don't. Yeah, I don't it's my burner. It is? <laughs> How so meta? Mm, some people crapping on balloon parties. <laughs> no! <laughs> that's no, that could have been me. <laughs> Are you Norm Zoo? Oh, is that who it was? Yeah. Can't you just use your name? <laughs> God almighty, you people. Timmy Walters <laughs> is in the thread. He is. I see him. Norm Zoo also said he, about Balloon Party, he and his prepubescent-looking producer. 
Well, it's mm. a good thing, Jackson, as you age. Uh, yeah, it could be worse. Other watching. Larry Thornton wrote, and I'm a Larry Thornton lemming, and it, which might cause a civil war on this show. He and the guy above him are known as Pepper and Genie, or better, Dumb and Dumber. Together they have the IQ of an infant, but will argue with anyone about anything, taking the absolute worst position possible. <laughs> Doug, that does not sound I, like I a fair representation. No, it's not. It was fair liked role. by Quinn Snyder's pizza guy. Why are you taking a shot at us? You're the one who got it wrong. And then, what an excuse. Well, he was going to go to Mizzou, so I was right, but then he changed his mind. What a stupid... It's not even, <laughs> what kind of excuse is that? You can say that about everybody, yeah. I suppose. I mean, no. he did say it was a done deal. I do believe those were his exact words. Not Wango, but uh, Larry Bear Thornton. Now, if he flips, will you guys... Uh, Will you apologize to Larry Thornton? No. No, because he didn't say he was going to Mizzou. Now, Larry, in Larry, fairness, Larry Thornton knows that eventually he's going to sign with Mizzou in December. Uh, Timmy Walter said, you may be right, but I personally don't take it too seriously and find it entertaining most days. And then Larry Thornton said, I absolutely love it. Don't miss a show. I love Plowsy. How about that, Plowhawk? I oh, love his rants, especially when I hear them on TMA all day. Look at that. See, me and Larry have had a good rapport, like I said. And we're going to bond, Doug. No, we, like, I don't know if we've formally met, but certainly I've had exchanges on social media platforms and text exchanges with, you know, on Frank's show. So I respect Larry. I just thought, I think it's funny to kind of drag somebody that we expected to be in, or thought was an insider, quote-unquote. Well, he covered himself. I don't know how he can call you dumb and dumber than Love Plowsy. He's dumb, Love Plowsy. Oh, I get it. Some things that I say are probably pretty dumb, right? Well, we all say <laughs> dumb things. Some it's kind of what like we're paid to do. Things? If we were really smart, no one would listen, right? I wouldn't have picked journalism if my, right. my brain clicked correctly. You stop and take a long look at the car wreck. You don't just <laughs> stare at the guy that's going to call me down the street. We cover things, Doug. Mm-hmm. Issues, hard-hitting issues. Thank that, you. That a lot of shows are yeah. afraid to touch. We just talked about May, May Young birthing a hand. Yeah. Uh, an act from, what, 20 years ago? <laughs> <laughs> More than that, I you think. Know. I mean, that hand's got to have at least a wrist, maybe even a shoulder at this point. Yeah, there's, oh. a, there's a growth spurt there. That's, that's not how it, how it works. <laughs> May Young is well, no longer with us, Doug. Oh, well, she Been was gone old back then. Ten years. Yeah, she was how quite do old. You, how then. does she get talked into Like, I know she's sporting, and I, I can done it for a while. But how do you go to her or her agent or whoever is in charge and go, hey, I got the new, you know? Talking points, so there's going to be a couple episodes where you're you're going to be banging a 400-pound Mark Henry, mm. and you're going to give birth to a white hand. <laughs> I don't even know how you'd be like, oh. And she said, yeah, okay, I'll come back sure, for that. Yeah, yeah, that, I'm 90, but yeah. She had a storyline. She was God. happy just to be in it. Lovely. <sighs> yeah, her and, uh, fabulous Moolah were like sidekicks. Oh yeah, yeah she did have one. Yeah. Jake the Snake said he didn't like snakes, and they, they made him... Is that right? Guy. Yeah, he was. He didn't like him at all. Oh. You're talking about Diamond Dallas Page. I think Diamond Dallas Page, he says, saved his life. I'm, I'm pretty sure it was Jake the Snake that was, like, in rehab, like, eight times or something. I don't know. Dude, Diamond Dallas Page is a throwback. I haven't said or thought DDP. DDP. Jake the Snake said at one point, the uh, python choked him out, wrapped around his neck and choked ah! him out. He was unconscious and about to die when one of the other wrestlers... Saw it and came and unwrapped the snake and saved him. Did he bring a snake? <laughs> no. Uh-uh. He said one night uh, he and uh, 
uh, Hacksaw Jim Duggan, <laughs> who was also there, they stayed overnight at a hotel in Detroit, and it, they had a cold snap. It snowed about a foot and a half, and temperature got down to 15 degrees. They had left the snake in the trunk of the car. They went out the next morning. The snake was absolutely frozen stiff, <laughs> dead and frozen stiff. It's like an eight-foot-long pole of frozen dead snake. He said one time, two of them were traveling together, and they, as fast as they could, drove into the parking lot of the Cracker Barrel where there were people understood eating, eating outside on the. I guess they had a patio at this particular Cracker Barrel. They drove as fast as they could, erratically pulled into a parking spot right by the front door, got out of the car as quick as they could, got in the back seat, started wrestling with the eight-foot python. The two of them acted like the python was killing them. Rolled around on the parking lot, fighting the snake the whole time. Then got control of the snake, threw it back in the back seat, and drove off as fast as they could, just so the people at Cracker Barrel could have the story about what they saw at the restaurant that night. <laughs> <laughs> There's a whole reason they did it. <laughs> Seems reasonable. <laughs> great night. Mm -hmm. Still a great night. <laughs> hey, if you are injured in an accident, things can spiral out of control quickly. You might have medical bills piling up. You sure. might not be able to work or provide for your family. Uh, well, that's where C.D. Longo and Doug Biggs of the Longo Biggs Injury Law Firm will take all the complication and hassle out of your injury claim. Go to longobiggs.com. How do I spell that, you say? Fine, mm -hmm. no problem. L-O-N-G-O-B-I-G-G-S. Well, that makes sense. Dot com. Yeah, injury cases can be complex, but that's where C.D. and Doug... Coming to play. They are uh, long-time TMA listeners. They are native St. Louis. Louisans. Thank you. And uh, they are trial lawyers, meaning they won't settle if there's an obstacle or complication in case. Most cases have them, and Doug and CD will overcome those obstacles and take your case all the way to trial if necessary. It's longobigs.com. Longobigs. Injury law. Accepts personal injury, wrongful death, brain injury, and other catastrophic injury cases. Remember, the choice of an attorney is an important decision and should not be based solely on advertisements, and you should probably think about it as well. It's the Mungan S. St. Louis Acura and Alton Toyota, 7 o'clock hour, 314-252-0029 is the uh, number to uh, text or call the great Jamie Burkhardt, Clayton Patterson, Peter Munganest, if you're going to be buying or leasing a new or pre-owned vehicle. And then you got that Ryan Cyberg throwing darts at the hit and giggle, winning closest to the pen. He's in the service department, and they are our official uh, automotive company here on TMA. It's Munganess, St. Louis Acura.com, AltonToyota.com, sponsor of the 7 o'clock hour on TMA, the official automotive provider of TMA, and the Tim McKernan Show podcast, along with presenting sponsor of Balloon Party. With my prepubescent producer? Would that make him like pre 11 or 12? Prepubescent producer. Wow, that's good alliteration. Yeah. Prepubescent. Yeah. That's yeah, about 12. It seems unfair. I mean, Triple he's been P. out of that stage for Triple P. Triple H. Triple P. Triple P. Mm -hmm. Do you like that nickname, Jackson? Uh, not the worst I've heard. What about no. pale? It's accurate. And quadruple pale. Quadruple P. Pale prepubescent producer? Pre, you forgot pre. Oh, yeah. Pale, pre-pubescent producer. Boy, that would not be easy to do. No. Yeah, it doesn't necessarily roll off the tongue, so I'll pass on it. But okay. Understood. I like Jackie Boy. You like Jackie that nickname? Boy. Do I? 
Oh, Jackie boy, the pipes, the pipes are calling. Wasn't there um, the Sopranos? Was a guy named Jackie Boy? There was Jackie Jr. Jackie Jr. Mm. Did he get into that horse? Did he get that black tar? Uh, they, they, uh, before they robbed the poker game, spoiler alert, they said, let's do it now before the crank wears off. <laughs> <laughs> Good line. He had Meadow, and then one night Meadow was sick, wouldn't have sex with him, so he left. Just left in the dust. Who was this now? Jackie? <laughs> Jackie boy. Jackie Jr. I forget which Jr. one he was. He was Jackie uh, Jackie April. April's son. Yeah. Jackie Field's son? April. Jackie April. Gleason. The uh, toy. I'm Richard Pryor? Is that right? Richard Jackie Pryor made, an, made a cameo. Jackie April was the boss before Tony was the boss. Sally Field. Oh. Well, I guess none. Technically, Uncle June became boss, but everyone knew Tony ran North, ran North Jersey. Yeah. And then his brother always did that. I don't know. If, is that like an Italian thing? When he's to, maybe talking to Tony like this. <laughs> what are you doing? See, he made that, he made that like even before he talked, he goes, You're putting your ass your to your ass. nose. I can't even see Iggy. It's, it's usually an indication that you've just done a line or two. <laughs> yeah, okay. Some kind okay, of hand it, gesture. Talking about Richie April? Yeah. Didn't he do something like with his hand and his nose? Okay. <laughs> I don't know. I don't remember that. David part. Preval. He was supposed to be Tony. Oh, was well, that right? Yeah. No, oh, he'd have been an awful Tony. Yeah, he would have been no James Gandolfini, I'll tell you that much. Yeah. That's a hard rule to duplicate. I think he just tried a, that Italian accent of his. He just went over the top sometimes. Brooklyn, wonder, Brooklyn Italian. I wonder how long they worked to put that whole thing together. When you've got... Didn't they have ten seasons? Six. Six seasons, but it was like 20 episodes apiece. Season six was a double season. Like, there was, I think, up to like 18 episodes in season six. And each episode's about 40, 45 minutes. Yeah. Man, that had to take him a long time. Yeah, it's like shooting a movie every week. Yeah. Guys, did someone just say Zapranos? <laughs> That's from <laughs> Sleeve Harry. Mm. I can believe whatever you heard. I said Zapranos, but <laughs> The prequel. <laughs> Iggy sniffing to the mic just sounds normal to me. That's from Big Tough. Mm. It wasn't a sniff. He doesn't <laughs> sniff. He just, like, he does something with his hand. What do they do again? Huh? Yeah. Well, watch The Sopranos again whenever April comes <laughs> I on. I heard it there. I did hear it. I heard Z. What? The, the I Sopranos? Just, I heard Sopranos when you just said Sopranos. Oh, no. Yeah, he does something with his hand. I don't know. It's like an Italian, <laughs> an Italian thing or something. I don't know. <laughs> Tommy said insert laugh tracks on the show if there's dead air and mm-hmm. so plow is his following words. Oh, he said if you want this raise, you better follow these strict orders. You got a raise too? No, I didn't. Oh, dog. No. Is this awkward now for Pepper and G? Well, mine wasn't really one, so. Oh, and now a complaint about the raise. Oh, oh my God. Well, it wasn't he, a complaint. I, I just misread it. His was like above the poverty line range. So you didn't get a raise? You stopped no. the show last week to announce you got a raise? And then you... Well, it was. <laughs> I Turns out no. I think it's something they, <laughs> something they had you go, to. Tommy. I'm earning it. It puts you in a higher tax bracket, yeah, maybe? I so you... No. I guess it's something they had to. Yeah. I mean, I'm still happy, but I thought I went back and looked what I make gross now, and it's not really a raise. Oh, for heaven's sake. So, did you or did you not get a raise? A little bit. So, you did. You might have been a little bit. Yeah. It's probably not a good idea to discuss your pay live on the radio. That's why I'm not discussing how I'm getting 
Is this something that you keep to yourself? I don't say how much. I mean, I'm not embarrassed. Well, I am embarrassed by it, but as far as base, <laughs> let me just uh, send. I didn't say how much I'm making. Bill for a second, then I'll be with you. Hold on. I'm not taking a, a shot at anybody. I'm very happy at Hubbard, and they take care of me, and they take care of everybody. They're great people. I just didn't read all of it because I trust them. Just like when we came over here, Tommy put something in front of me. I just signed it, and I didn't even read it. I don't even know what it said. That's a good idea, too. (laughs) (laughs) I had to bring four lawyers in to read my complex contract. I didn't even read it. Why not? Chase this dough and get money. (laughs) You signed contracts without reading them? Yeah, well, that one. I I trust them. What are they going to do? He's not going to read it. Let's screw him. They're not going to do that. Which it's just a good, they could have. good process to do. Good thing to do is just well, read yeah. things before you sign them. Anyway, thank you to Hubbard. <laughs> is it a raise or, is that, it a raise or not a raise? It seems as sincere as well. It is sincere. It is. It's more than I was making. How about that? There you go, Doug. Well, that's a raise. There you yeah, go. I, <laughs> I didn't do that, but... Well, so this was, it sounds like a big raise. Sounds like a nice, big, fat raise. Will I be reading about it in the newspaper? It's in the STL? <laughs> in the STL, yes. Well, he hasn't mentioned my name in five years. And that bothers you? No, not at all. I'm glad he doesn't. We um, need a paper in the STL. <laughs> in the STL. The entire no, I'm sure there'll be a whole article on Joe Buck up for the Ford Frick Award. Well, I mean, that... Should that is pretty be? significant. It is, but I mean, he does an article of Joe Buck goes to the bathroom. I need some warm milk and some cookies. And every time and he does an article on Joe milk. Buck, he's not doing an article on you. <laughs> I think that's what the I problem actually, is. I actually said that to him uh, <laughs> on the, uh, the fan show one day, one year. Uh, Joe Buck was on the fan show? Yeah. Really? Yeah, and I was uh, the angry elf or angry Easter bunny or angry something or other. And I'm sitting at the bar. And uh, Rich goes, coming up next, Joe Buck. And I said, oh, I see. I understand. Uh, is he going to the bathroom? That'll be in Caesar's column this week. Mm. And he started laughing. <laughs> Where's the laugh track? I'm trying. Like, Tommy's going to be pissed. I need to open it up on a set. Yeah, okay, I got an idea. Is this, did Iggy really get a raise or not, a sketch or a bit? Either way, smash that laugh track button. That's from Big Top. All right, we're going to open it up in another, in the newer Adobe until we always have it. All right, so I have it in a separate file, so we I don't have to search. I told Raby I loved his uh, his two postcards. He didn't get back to me. See, I had to <laughs> Oh, no, that was a shot, too. I need some one there. Oh. I don't know if, uh, yeah, she's going to be on. But she, apparently the texter said over the weekend she tweeted since you've been on TMA. She texted said, you that she's coming up? No, she said, somebody on the text line. I got a burp. Oh, God. Well, I... Doug, we're firing on all cylinders, and it feels good. We do have cough buttons here. No, I don't even... I don't care. Okay. Um, so, and apparently she said she was coming on TMA, whether it be on one of her platforms, her channels. So... Well, if she said she's going to be on TMA, I would think that's the radio show. That's what I'm saying, so I think she will be on. There you go. Iggy, are you going to be in the studio, the Michelob Ultra Studios, too, 95 calories, 2.6 grams of carbohydrates, when Lisa Ann is on at 9 o'clock? Yeah, I'll sit here. Will you talk? Well, if she apologizes. Oh, no. I would not bring... Well, I don't think that's going to happen. Well, if it don't happen, it don't happen. So what? I don't need to be part of it. 
Well, but you know you're going to be dragged into this eventually. How are you going to get a nice big feature article on STL today if you're not part of this interview? <laughs> I don't think that's something Caesar talks about is porn. No, I haven't seen any articles like that. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I won't overplay it. But... <laughs> I don't think you can go wrong. No, it's like no, I'm watching Growing Pains. Did Raby have a postcard today? I haven't heard it. I wanted to make sure. Oh, I was it's in the fun with audio file. You can't do any more laugh track stuff. Uh, Doug, uh, Chris Raby has a new audio postcard. It's titled No Kill Moron Shelter. Oh. Which I want to see on a T-shirt. Uh, uh, Plowhawk, do you have it? I mean, I, we, oh, we can play it whenever. All right, Doug, here you go. Chris okay. Raby's like latest audio postcard. Okay. No Kill Moron Shelter. Hey. Are you a moron? <laughs> I mean, are you a real f- moron? How about Pom Firm? Firm. Fur. Or maybe someone in your family is just a brain dead stupid f- moron. I've got a landing strip. Nice hole, Kai. If there's a goddamn moron in your life who's too f- stupid and way too f- poor to take care of themselves or have any quality of living whatsoever, then it might be your lucky day. Very rarely do you get a boner at Hito. Welcome to the No Kill Moron Shelter. In the classroom thinking it's a drag. Listen to the teacher rap it, this ain't my bag. This weekend, we're hosting an open house. I'm gonna go with the boys on floor number two. Smoking in the boys' room. So that all the f***ing brain-dead moron idiots... Who decide to share with the world? I pee sitting down. Oh, what? What? This kind of development. In the morning, I sit down, smoke a cigarette while I go to the bathroom. Can come and see that, hey, we're not that bad. We probably won't kill you. Everybody knows that smoking ain't allowed in school. Listen to the stupid f***ing moron. And he texted me, um, unwarranted. He said, I sit down when I pee, so it's not me. Out of nowhere. I was at home on an Mm -hmm. afternoon. The no-kill moron shelter. Now accepting new applications. Phil went out at the rental office today, and Brian Stull might invite you to be on a radio show with him. And then when I was in Springfield, basically got myself fired. And Stully said, do you want to come back and do a show with me and Harry Schrader? And yeah. Frank Ladd. So I said, yeah, I'm out of a job. I'm just waiting until my lease is up and my unemployment runs out, then I'll come back. The no-kill moron shelter. <laughs> Probably not killing f***ing idiots for at least the last couple of months. One day I want to hold a panda bear. For any family members that you don't bother to remember their phone number. No, there is this my like here. I don't know who it is. Somebody fang <laughs> and me and Paul. To get caught, which will be the death of us all. Or if you've ever had the thought, things might be a lot tidier if he just got hit by a bus. <laughs> Smoking in the bus. Hey, leave all the paperwork to us. Wink, wink. At the no kill moron <laughs> shelter. It's in our name. We're probably not going to kill him. Hey, Ken Strode. Welcome home. You look like the kind of guy that. Maybe hasn't ever taken a woman to a movie theater, am I right? I've never taken a girl to a movie. Really? Unbelievable. <laughs> you f***ing stupid moron. <laughs> I just never went to a lot of movies, and I never took a date to a movie. The no-kill moron shelter. I, I take that back. I went Too expensive. To, I took one to a drive-in. Accepting new resident applications now. Well, well that, that counts. Kairos, cryro, cryo, The application is just like, just show up, just show up, whatever. Go over there. Sorry, Paul. Never been into a movie theater with a date. The no-kill moron shelter. Okay. We're happy you're home, you f***ing weirdo smelly creep. A little harmonica, Doug. (laughs) (laughs) 
Like it's a Chris Raby production. Mm. God, he works hard on those. No Kill Moron Shelter, the title. So he has a lot of those Iggy drops just ready to go that he can insert into his edited story? I would assume. What how long that takes? He's got nothing else to do. Oh, how do you know that? Well, obviously. I mean, he's done three of them in the last week. He wants to be the Milagro Tequila Lister of the Month. He's got my vote. Nice. Well, he's worked in radio and, and production for a long time, so he can probably slap those together a lot quicker than we think he can. You have to work fast in this business. If Amen. You do what he did. Well, he's not on a deadline. We pre we have hard deadlines for yeah. audio postcards submitted by listeners. I always yeah, found when told I Ray, to... if we don't get it to him by eight or you know get it out by eight, cost the station twenty five grand. When I had to edit something for Channel Four, it always took however long I had. You know, if I had eight hours, it would take me pretty close to eight hours. No, yeah, and if I had eight about. minutes, I could get you something in eight minutes. No, that was just a little aside. It wasn't a really important story. I didn't expect it to go anywhere. Just kind of a comment on the human condition. It takes however long you have. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. 15 days. <laughs> 15 days from November 11th at St. Gabriel's, TMASTL.com. That's where you register for the trivia night. How do you do? $45 for all you can eat, salt and smoke. Load it up. All you can enjoy from AB. Mm-hmm. And then we're just sitting there asking you trivia. Uh, it, it, it starts at 7.30. Doors open at 6.30. Starts at 7.30. Okay. So time to eat a little something before the trivia That's right. Start. Then hang out, and then the mm. trivia comes your way. Man. Uh, you'll be able to, uh, if the Doggies series with Sporting Kansas City goes three games, that game will be over by the time trivia gets underway, because it, okay. it would get underway at uh, 5 o'clock. Now, Missouri, Tennessee, we don't know. No, we have no way of knowing. You beat Georgia? Maybe you get 230? Would they put Tennessee and Missouri at 230 ahead of Hottie Toddy, Good God Almighty, and, and Georgia? Would they do that? Probably not. Probably well, then not. it's nighttime. Jackson, give me your official prediction for Missouri, Tennessee kickoff time. Go. 230. Wow. About this guy. Well, then the volunteers better uh, take care of business in Lexington tomorrow night. Three and a half point favorite, Doug. Yeah, I, I, I'm interested in that Kentucky number, um, but both those teams are wildly inconsistent, so there's no real way to handicap, in my opinion. Uh, but if they can beat Kentucky, then that's a that's a good start. And then Missouri just got to beat Georgia, baby. Does Missouri want Kentucky to beat Tennessee, or would it be better if Tennessee comes in? with the two losses at the Swamp and Tuscaloosa, and then maybe around a top 15 team when they come to Columbia? Probably, but then if you if Kentucky beats Tennessee, then Missouri's win over Kentucky looks better. Right, right. So... Missouri made Kentucky look very beatable. Yes. 
Did they ever? Yes, they did. Yeah. So I mean, Kentucky know. has one really good win, and that's when Ray Davis ran all over them Gators, who are going to try to keep the Bulldogs in check tomorrow. Fourteen and a half points on that number, Doug. Is yeah. That what the number is. And how about the fact that it's fifteen and a half points for the Bulldogs minus uh, that number against the Tigers in Athens right now? I guess that has to just be because it's in Athens. Absolutely. Right? Well, yeah. that's a three and that's a three and a half point adjustment. So what that tells you is if it were in Columbia, it would be approximately eight and a half. Yeah. If you follow me. That's Subtract answer. seven. Yeah, I got you. That stands to reason. Yeah, I, I, I think uh, Kentucky beating Tennessee would ultimately be better for Missouri. You want some impressive wins down the stretch. I got Missouri plus 30,000 to win the national yeah. championship. So, Well, at this point, if it's just a win, it doesn't matter. Yeah, but Kentucky was a road win, and if they end up being ranked at the end of the season, they got a ranked road win. I don't know. It's it, Either way, it's it's pretty solid for Missouri. You just got to win it. Just run the table, and nothing else matters, baby. You didn't have to say baby. Who are you, Al did. Davis? Uh, once once the calendar turns near November, I got to start saying baby after everything, Missouri. Why? Because they're running the table. Baby. Bingo. Mm-hmm. Okay. We got a, a call from somebody who's not happy with the Feinbaum show? What do we got here, Jason? Oh, uh, Mark Griffith. This guy. Doug, we worked with him. He was our editor at uh, KMOV. Sure was. Yeah. And he's now calling into the Feinbaum show? No, he's like a... I didn't know that. He's a okay. reporter for Dog Nation, I think. I oh, that? he's a reporter. Now, is he a reporter or is he a fan who covers the team and does a podcast? He's a fan. Oh. Um, hold on. What's... Mike Griffith. Mike Griffith. Mike Griffith, okay. Mark's brother. I'm, I'm sure Alan Daville knows who Mike Griffith is. He, I think he works for Dog Nation. Yeah. Okay. And uh, he was upset that... With the fine bomb, coach drank young Saban thing. Okay. Nothing, okay. Hugh. <laughs> it, was, it was Mark Griffin. Mark we Griffin. We called him Merv. That's right, Merv Whatever Griffin. Mike. Yeah. This is Mike Griffith. Oh, so, so it is a different guy, I think. The more I'm thinking about it, if they have two different last names, and two probably different not first the, names. Two different right. first names, probably not the same <laughs> That's person. That's right. I agree with you on that. We learned that early. Yeah. And Eli Drinkwitz, that you're you're buttering up these days. He's going to have his shot oh, in this stadium what, what, here. What's your what's your what's your beef with Eli Drinkwitz? I, I don't have a beef. I mean, but I've seen it a just, million. I, I just sideswipe the guys who are driving down the street I, here. No, I mean I've seen it a million times. You build these guys up, and then and then when they lose, you tear them down. And everybody's trying to turn Drink into the next Nick Saban. He's, look, he's won a couple of games. Let's not get carried away. With Eli Drinkwitz, I, I, again, I, I made the. I was one of the first people that said, "Is he a genius? Is he a nerd? Is he a cool guy? He's looking pretty cool. He's looking like a genius." But let's not get carried away with the Nick Saban comparisons, Paul. I mean, even for you, that's hey, 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 uh, uh, Griff. First of all, it was a caller who called in <laughs> and said he's the young Nick Saban. I never said that. Okay, you did say he was the early candidate for SEC Coach well, of did, the Year, yeah, and I think he is. Do you see what's on? You got a quarterback that's making his eighth career start, right? You, you can't. You couldn't even tell right, me who their leading I, receiver listen, is. Right I, I've now. been to Athens. I know because I saw you. I, I don't need a primer on Kirby Smart. I, I know who he is. <laughs> <laughs> well, let's try not turn this Georgia team though into last year's of the year. I'm not, I'm not doing I mean, anything. I, I'm just. I, I was just wondering why you just kind of sideswiped Eli Drinkwitz. Uh, I mean, I, I just. I mean, the guy. And, you know, acting like uh, I've created something out of. At a cloth. I mean, I think right now he's a legitimate SEC Coach of the Year candidate. 
Well, the most impressive thing he's done is lead LSU for a few quarters, and I don't even think he won that game. So let's find – I'm from the show – you know, I, I'm from – what do they used to say? I'm from the show-me state. you got to show me. I mean, okay, they did get a ranked win over Kansas State, and at that time the SEC was desperate for any kind of out-of-conference success. But, you know, let's see what's ahead for Missouri. Now, this was a team that was beating Georgia by 10 points last yeah. year at home uh, before <clears> – <throat> excuse me, the choke factor. This guy. I mean, that guy is uh, a tool bag. Yeah, I'm, I'm kind of with the other hater. guy. I'm kind of with the other guy who thinks he is a legitimate candidate right now. Hundred percent. How can he not? Hundred percent. But yeah. I mean, the the reality is, of course, that the, the next three games are the well, biggest stretch. Yeah. But they had two toss-up games to this point in the schedule, and they won them both. And I would consider K-State and Kentucky toss-up games. And I think before the season, South Carolina. Now, South Carolina's decimated on the offensive line and certainly not much of a threat, but still, that was pure domination. Hmm. So, at this moment, uh, the thing is, I think Nick Saban and the job he's doing, you just kind of expect it, but with what he has, that has been super impressive if they are to win the SEC, but the standard for Saban is is obviously different yeah. than for everybody else. Yeah, I mean, if, if I mean, if Missouri wins the SEC East, I don't even know how it would be a question. No, no, I don't either. Uh, Eli, no, I, and I don't know how anyone could compare him to Saban. Uh, Eli Drinkwitz talked about, but this call, this Mary Joe from Missouri's call has really got some. I guess it got a lot of traction. Who is Mary Joe? Why is she? Do chirping? we still have that plowlock? I know you're queuing up the Eli, the one where she called yeah, in earlier this week. Is that easy for you to find, or am I putting you on the spot? I want to put I'll, you on the spot. Boy. Right now. All right. I think after Georgia, I would think, even if they lose, I would think they'll be favored in their last three games. Uh, well, Arkansas, again, you operate on the premise of everybody is, you know, Brady Cook's healthy, Luther Burden's healthy, Cody Schrader at this point uh, is healthy, that there's no material injuries on either side. I would set the Tennessee line at this moment, Doug, Missouri minus two and a half at this moment. Okay. Yeah, and with that premise, everybody's healthy. They'll be at home against Florida. They'll be favored there. And I would think they'd be favored even on the road. They'd be favored against Florida's Arkansas. Florida's a, a weird operation. I don't know. I was listening to uh, – you listen to Stanford Steve and Reese Davis? This, Missed him. Missed him. This morning, they're going back and forth on whether or not to take the 14 and a half, you know. I don't know. Florida's getting 14 and a half neutral site. Don't say what that game is called because we've already had the world's largest outdoor cocktail party. I think it's the C word. What would you rather call it? Drunk fest? Mm-mm-mm-mm. Oh, two long, lovely universities clash it out on the field. <laughs> Thank you. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Oh. Uh, Jackson, you got to put uh, $1,000 on Florida or Georgia. Who are you putting it on? Go. Georgia. You're laying the 14 and a half. You don't care that Brock Bowers is hurt. Well, Florida's uh, we'll talk about like Kentucky, Tennessee, Florida, all super inconsistent teams. So you just don't know what you're going to get week in, week out. Neutral site game with all this the atmosphere that Jacksonville that game holds. Doug, these two teams don't like each other. No, they just. I just don't. I, I don't. If 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 I had to bet a thousand dollars, I'm betting on the team that has a 24 game win streak. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think it's 23 right now. 23. They will if they win 24. And then that ends. Around yes. 6.30 next week? Yes. Yep. Between the hedges. All right, here is uh, Mary Jo from uh, Missouri, apparently. Okay. like to hear her. Hit the lever. Hello, button. Mary Jo. Hi, Paul. I want you to start seeing Coach Eli Drinkwitz as a young 
coach Nick Saban. Oh. He's doing some of the same things, Paul, and he's succeeding. And we have 100% trust in our coach drink. And I, I just think we're doing great and we're all excited. And Saturday was a Chamber of Commerce Day in Como. Mary Jo, uh, thank you very much. Uh, really nice of you to, to join us. Uh, Eli Drinkwitz, the young Nick Saban. <laughs> Terry is in Arkansas. i got to finish it with this. Yeah, I don't know what that woman from Missouri smoking. She thinks that about him because they're going to be thinking different when the Razorbacks roll in there and pound the snot out of them <laughs> oh. later in the season because we're fixing to get it all going and we're going to win out and go to a bowl game. This is SEC country. I know people in Arkansas. They don't sound like that. Oh, that's. I bet you. Could I did find some time some. in Arkansas. Did people talk like, like that? That's why I was like, these. Call I can't believe these calls are real. And then, how about the fact that a guy who covers the team starts holding the host of the show accountable for what callers are saying on the show? Can you imagine if we had that on this show? <laughs> hey, I, I heard Al from Dadeville's text. Mm -hmm. I didn't agree with it. What's up with you guys? And what about that recovering alcoholic from Belleville and oh, Webster Groves? God, How are you going to let that on the air? Yeah, we shouldn't. Uh, so Eli Drinkwitz talked about Mary Jo's call. Well, oh, this is great. Yeah, Feinbaum brought right. it up. But... Oh, okay. Okay, go ahead. And we're back, and Eli Drinkwitz uh, joining us. And uh, amazing year. Already talk about uh, Coach Drink being SEC Coach of the Year. And Coach, even before we get going here, perhaps the next Nick Saban. Good afternoon. <laughs> that's rat poison right there. That's what that is. And so I'm not going to I'm not going to worry about any rat poison. I'm just going to try to create value for myself on a day to day basis. <laughs> Coach, I don't know how you've done it, but, but you have completely turned everything upside down, including uh, the predictors who uh, did not yeah. have you this high. Well, it's certainly powerful to have people believe in you. And so I, I appreciate Mary Jo and her comments. Um, but we also understand that in this profession, in this, in this day and age, it's a day-to-day -day business and you can't get caught up in the praise, you can't really get caught up in the criticism. You have to stay focused on what we're trying to accomplish. That guy could have been an Aggie. So he uh oh Pollock just sent him to College Station! Gosh. So Jimbo Fisher is gone, and, and Eli Drinkwitz is going to. Maybe not. There's so much momentum for drink. It, I mean, this is probably one of the quickest turnarounds in terms of fanfare. I mean... Why yeah, wouldn't I've he just stay here time. now and try to build this program? He's already making $6 million a year. How much more do you, you think Texas A&M would throw at him I'm kidding after about one Texas good year? I'm I don't think they financially could do it after a buyout. So. No. Maybe the last not. time a head coach left one school for another school in the same conference. Gosh. Lane Kiffin was in the tank on it last year, but didn't do it. God, I feel like it's like a head coach going. Head coach, yeah. Like uh, yeah oh, I feel like it's got to be have gone on in the SEC. Spurrier to Spurrier Florida. went from Florida to South Carolina, but there was some time in between that. Uh, Houston Nutt went from Arkansas to Ole Miss. Did, did Saban go LSU to Alabama, or did he? I mean, Hugh Freed did Ole Miss to Auburn, but he had a couple of hospital stents at Liberty in between. Oh, I don't know. Yeah. Well, I think Gary Pinkle proved you can, if you get it going, you can go to Missouri, and that can be your final destination. I don't like that, though, because that's not what college football is now. Gary Pinkle, I don't know if Gary Pinkle would have success. Dan Mullen. Thank you, DJ Jazzy Jeff, Albert Pujols. Oh, that's yeah, right. Mississippi, Mississippi State, State yeah. Gainesville. Mm -hmm. Do you think not, Pinkle would have Arkansas the same success? Mass? That's what I said. Oh, Are you doing show prep for Balloon Party? I was reading that. Gosh. Oh, what article are you reading? 
But the Dame time? <laughs> no. Like, how about Dame time? Power Miss Etheride? He was hooping last night. Um, no, I was just trying to find out other coaches. Okay. We've done some similar. Yeah, I knew there were some, but I just didn't know how rough, you know, often happens. That coordinators sometimes leave. Hey, Texas a a better job than Mizzou. I'm going there. It is a better job just because of the resources they have. I wouldn't say currently the team is better or the situation, but they got a lot I mean, of the, money. The, the, the thing is, as big of a fan as I am, and I actually think I'm the biggest Missouri college football fan on the dais. Jackson's the Missouri biggest college basketball fan. There is a there is an element of this is great, but you know, if you want to be up there, you gotta you gotta win. In particular, the next three games, all of which at the beginning of the season, I think people would have said they're probably not going to beat Georgia. They're probably not going to beat Tennessee. And now, as Jackson was just saying regarding the game tomorrow, Georgia and Florida. Florida has what Doug describes as the widest delta in the conference as I've far as performance goes. So K State. Outstanding. Kentucky, to me, is the signature that those final three quarters. But I think uh, I think that's what the fan who covers Georgia was attempting to say. Except it sounded like he might have gotten a little emotional. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think we all do when discussing college football. Absolutely, it's hard to fight back the tears. <laughs> he said, "What's that saying? I'm from the Show Me State." Show, show me. me. All yeah. right. Well, you get it. Between the hedges. Mm-hmm. Fan covering the team. <laughs> well, that's what most media people become. Whoa, whoa Most media people whoa, 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 used to be fans. They got a, a degree, I mean, most of us. That's, you're welcome to say that, but when you look at the St. Louis sports media, nearly everyone is from either the East Coast or West Coast. Or St. Louis proper, where we grew up as fans of the team, <laughs> and now we cover the team as fans. I had to tell a newbie, uh, I guess, a newbie. A uh, veteran... Pulling aside a rookie, Doug. A newbie. <laughs> little advice. Uh, at a Rams game in the press box one time, he showed up and said, you really shouldn't be wearing a Isaac Bruce Rams jersey <laughs> in here if you're going to be down there doing interviews. No, he shouldn't. Who was this rookie? Yeah, who did you pull aside? I can't say. Oh, co- uh, initial. give us an issue. Cryptic, wanna, so cryptic. I don't want to embarrass the guy. Was it because he didn't exist? No, I think he's still doing it. Still wearing the jersey of the team he's covering? you got to stop that, but... Uh, I wore to spring training like that beat up green cardinal cap that I had forever. I still actually have it. It's just it's it's unwearable now. Um, and I remember I think it was probably Edmonds, which would certainly make sense. Nice hat, you on the team. <laughs> it didn't even cross my mind. It was more about an Irish heritage thing. And I'm like, oh yeah. Got to be honest yeah, with you. Yeah, it's a bad look. <laughs> now really now bad that you look. say that, I'm not yeah. going to wear that thing back here. <laughs> you in the starting line, mm. If Missouri goes 11-1, and one, the national narrative won't be Missouri is great, but that the rest of the SEC sucks. Missouri has to win consistently year of year to be taken seriously. It's from the hunchback of Vaughn Castle. Uh, I would agree with that overall premise. Very dramatic. What's the best SEC out of conference win this year? For any team? That's right. For any SEC team? That's right. Oh, I feel like I when I hear Jackson's mic open up. Hell, I don't. But know. maybe he's still on Dame time. No, I'm trying to think. Um, 
so many games. Let me give you a hint. It featured a 61-yard field goal. Oh, Mizzou, Kansas State. Yeah. I was thinking that, but I was trying to think if there was a better one. And I guess the only other option would have been, like, LSU, Florida State, but they got smoked. I don't know. When you look at the Mizzou-Middle Tennessee game, you go back <laughs> okay. to that uh, one. Okay. That was a big win for that us. huge. We just squeaked by. We fan. Oh, I wore my Missouri shirt there. <laughs> you wore a jersey. You wore I the did. Chase Daniel jersey to the Armageddon shirt on. Yeah. Anthracite Chase Daniel jersey? But I wasn't in the press yeah. box. Why does this guy continually bring up things but is too afraid to call people out directly? That's from the 573. Who are we talking about now? Iggy, pulling aside the rookie. Well, I don't need to call him out. <laughs> I just said there was a guy. We were talking about jerseys and mm-hmm. and fans that are reporters. I said there's a guy that wore a jersey. I don't need to call him out and embarrass him. Maybe you do things like that. I don't. No, you don't. <laughs> That's not funny. <laughs> Doug, what about Ole Miss at Tulane? Thanks, 314. Okay. Mm. Tulane it... might be in a New Year's Six. Yeah. Maybe. Point being, when LSU went heads up with Florida State, saw how it went. When Alabama hosted Hook'em, saw how it went. And that is what has created the narrative that the SEC may be down this year. That, combined with Georgia in their conference games, having some struggles against some of the lower-tier SEC opposition to date, such as South Carolina and Auburn. So, while I agree with the hunchback of Vaughn Castle's premise that if Missouri were to be the SEC champion, that it with, without question you would hear that the SEC is down, I actually do think this year, perhaps more so than when you heard it in 2013 and 14, there is merit to it, and that's based on the SEC's problems outside the conference. Mississippi State beat Arizona, Ole Miss, Tulane, Missouri, K-State, but the big games that were circled, Texas, Alabama, and LSU, Florida State, the SEC came up short. So I think that is where that uh, that premise comes from, and I think it may have some merit. Can we get Mary Jo on the phone? Maybe get her an OnlyFans account? Do you think she's a listener? I could see her being more of a balloon party listener. We're kind of hard to find. Yeah. She probably was for like the first week and then jumped ship on Bailed. us. Yeah. But sometimes we can get someone on the phone for an interview, and next thing you know, they're making $16 million a year. Our coach drank, and it was a, oh, she is square as square can be. Yeah. I couldn't see Mary Jo getting down and dirty in front of the camera. Yeah, might be a balloon party listener, but loathes the program because mm. of my pale prepubescent producer. Yeah. I'm it's way more say. interested in that Arkansas ladies only fan. Terry. That, get Terry going, <laughs> bro. <laughs> Get the guy who wore the jersey on the phone and ask him if Iggy ever said anything to him. That's from the birthday oh, hawk. Gosh. How are we even going to do that? Oh, God. We don't even know who it is. I don't even know if the phone works. Our phone doesn't work now? Well, I don't know. I just don't look at it ever. Okay. <laughs> so it could be. Like I said, that thing could have been unplugged all morning. Mm-hmm. Guys, did the Cardinals ever tell the fans slash media, sir, the bobbleheads and giveaways are for the fans, not for charitable auction items? That's from the Warson Woods Wacko. Well, you may want to talk to him because everybody in the press box get ones, not just me. So they should call the Cardinals directly? Yeah, they should. Stop giving them to media people. Ooh. He acts like I'm the only one who gets one. Yeah. Uh, guys, Florida lost to Utah in addition to A&M, uh, losing to Miami, and UNC beat South Carolina. The narrative is real this year, unfortunately. That's from the 314. Yeah. What a down year. Yeah. I mean, the big games were LSU, Florida State, and, and Alabama, Texas, but you add those in there, Florida losing to Utah. I think Utah might be one of those teams that could be really good but doesn't necessarily have the 
the Blue Blood Heritage. I love how Cam Rising's like, nah, I'm not playing. Yeah, and, it, and, and <laughs> I have him playing. Like, uh, Doug, I mean, you got uh, Utah against Oregon tomorrow. What is that number? Seven and a half? I don't know what the number is. Do you like is. when people say seven and a hay? No. What about I seven and a hook? Hate it. It's six and a hay. Ooh. Well, no, the Jackson just did it. You are so pressed for time, you can't even pronounce the L and the F in half? I don't know, but there's a lot of money coming in on the under. The under. And that's a nighttime game? Uh, that game will be kicking off, Tim, at 2.30 p. Mmm. I like that. We don't it's even say PM. L. Colorado, another. It's college game. Three under, three touchdown underdog again. Who's Colorado got? UCLA, and yeah, they're a uh, like sixteen and a half point underdog. That's because the players don't have the passion that yeah. Dion has. Sixteen and a half. They like the game, and he loves the game. That's no, because they're playing good teams. And the sharps are all over the Bruins right. in Los Angeles. Yeah. Iggy, if you tell us who it is, I'll order another cameo. It's from Mr. Licks. Mm. Don't care. Money on the table. Florida still has a shot at FSU. Thanks. That's from Kurt's former coworker. Yeah. Georgia has a shot at Georgia Tech. Which team do you think is more likely to lose, Oklahoma or Florida State? Mm, Oklahoma. Uh, let me see Oklahoma's remaining. You special. think Oklahoma might get tripped up tomorrow at Rock Chalk? No. No. Uh, don't let your uh, don't let your hatred color the business. Well, I think Oklahoma's like really good. Like they've they've been tested this Rock year. Rock chalk can score points. Rock chalk can score points. Certainly, but when uh, the transitive property doesn't work, but they got smoked by Hookham and. You like that dog smoked by Hookham? No, I, we don't need to talk in code. Sorry. Um, Oklahoma's got club. They got uh, Kansas. They go to Stillwater. Take on West Virginia. Go to BYU. Oh, non-con. And then play Or is that conference? I can't keep track. I think it's conference now. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, BYU's in the Big 12 now. I don't know when that happened, but... Big 12's like an orgy of 'er ne'er-do-wells. Yeah, they come and go. A cellulite, but you're like, ah, we'll bang. They come and go. It's a revolving door. Oklahoma's got a pretty favorable remaining schedule. Now let's take a look at Forest State's, Tim. Forest State, left on the schedule. They're taking on Wake Forest tomorrow. Oh, Taking on Demon Deacons tomorrow and in Winston-Salem. Then they head to Pittsburgh at home against the U, at home against North Alabama. Ooh. And then uh, do they play that Florida game in neutral site, or is it no, it's they fun. switch it? Okay, then it's in Gainesville. Oh. Yeah. It's Neither one of those teams are in the Big 12. Neither. We thought the Big 12 was a disaster, and then the Pac-12 said, hold my beer. Did Oklahoma, Texas go to the SEC next year? Nice. Yeah. It's our college football insider. Mm-hmm. And what's going what's no, to happen to Oregon? <laughs> yes. I'm not breaking any news. I just yeah. want to know if it's next year or 25. What's going to happen to Oregon State and Washington State? Did they ever find a resting place? They'll just play each other eight times. That's correct. Best of eight. Yeah. Huh. <laughs> Winner wins gets the conference championship. <laughs> the strength of schedule would actually probably be pretty high in terms of nationwide. Is there anyone left? Any other teams left from the Pac-12? Where did Cal wind up going? ACC. Where else would they be? The Oceans Conference. And Stanford went with them? That's right. Yep. That's right. Yeah, the demographics work perfectly. Stanford taking Not the demographics, but the geographics. Either way. Right. It's two different things. Not necessarily. What demographics is people. Tell Mr. Licks to go prepare for his apple-picking hayride this weekend. That's from (laughs) Aces High. You guys ever do a lot of hayrides? I used to (laughs) a bunch. Mm Mm-hmm. One-on-one. There's not much to it, really. You sit on a bale of hay, and yeah, farmer but, drives you around in a tractor. But the scary ones, 
The Halloween ones? Have you done those? No. Those are great. Where would this be? So be like they make like it almost like is a corn maze for like your tra- you know your tractor with the trailer with the hay on it mm-hmm. and you'll have parents you know hiding and you'll have like scarecrow like you know just they come out of the corn yeah decorate them fun stuff it's cool as a kid it terrifies you really mm-hmm. you haven't done this lately have you well no because I think the cops be called no you got the wristband on now oh yeah fright fest for sure I'm doing that uh, this weekend. That's Six Flags? Oh, yeah. Are you hitting it both days? Uh, I think so. My nephew is in town from Montana for a week, uh, so getting much time in with him. So, yeah, thinking that's the move. You're going to go with Swope? He's got like eight tickets, I think. All right. I think. Uh, one of all his emails. Look, we were giving him away that time. We're grandfathered into the Double Diamond. Can't even get oh, it anymore. Wow, kind of like. Wow, wow, wow. wow. Lead us. But we get the one person gets in for free with us. So that'll be the nephew. Yeah. How old is he? He is three and a half. Three and a half, and he just ventured here on his own. No, my sister. No. <laughs> so my sister. <laughs> he drive down from Bozeman. Nah. So my sister has a wedding to go to with her husband in Memphis. So she flew into St. Louis a day before yesterday. So I can't. I went to the hotel and picked up pizza, and we ate there. She's flew out this morning at six a.m. to Memphis. Hmm. When, and then she's coming back on Monday and spending next, all next week here oh. with the nephew and my parents. So, so if she can get to Six Flags three or four times. If she, I don't know. I think we may do City Museum, maybe the Magic House. But Ooh, I don't Magic think she, House. Yeah. Scooby-Doo is it. Mm-hmm. I've never been to Magic House. That's neat. Doug, Cal will fly over the Arctic Circle in Canada to get to their ACC games to take advantage <laughs> of the curvature of the earth. You sound like an ass right now. It's from Dogtown yeah. Tie. Milagro to kill us of the month. They might. Last month? No, I think it was the month prior. Wasn't that lipstick glass? That was the month before that. Hey, hey, I think the lipstick glass might be coming to the trivia night. No, nice. is that right? Very nice. Super cool. In a get mask, so she won't. <laughs> mm. And she has lots of lipstick? Is that, or is this just, does that mean she's a lipstick lesbian? Dog, dog, dog. Yeah. I think she said she doesn't, she's never been with a woman. Shocking <laughs> that a guy had never been with a woman. Mm. This oh. is a dude, right? Like, oh, it's yeah. sure it is. Well, she's real. <laughs> Until I make eye contact, I'll be the judge. Well, I see that, that lipstick glass. Correct? Oh, yes. I may have. She was at Salt and Smoke for yeah. TMA Day at the old ball yard. Mm. I was blasted at the game, so I have no idea if I met her or not, but we'll see. Halloween's the biggest white trash holiday ever. People oh. spending thousands of dollars on decorations for their yard while they're in foreclosure. That's from the worst of its wacko. Is that That's right? That's a pretty good one. It's like usually the inflatable. They're in foreclosure? That's a big sign that they probably use. Yeah, it's on credit. If you put inflatables in your yard, your home's on foreclosure. I, think <laughs> I don't think that's the case It's at like all. that secret sign for help. You know, kind of waving in the, in the wind. <sighs> Doug, check it's it got, out. It's got nothing to do with being <laughs> up for foreclosure. Nothing at all. Could Jackson elaborate on why the lipstick glass is quote-unquote super cool? Curious if it's true or if he's just exhibiting more simp behavior. Mm. It's from Mr. Licks. Tim said she's going to be at trivia night, so I said super cool. What are you? Should I say don't come? Like what? She's coming out to support the program. That's super cool. How about you do it, Licks? Ah! Oh, gosh, don't fire up all that. Well, I'm just saying, you know, <laughs> taking shots, but, you know, yeah. won't step up to the plate. Yeah, that's right. 
That's my pale prepubescent producer. That's producer. right. Um, I'll get ornery if I have to. Will you? Hmm. You get your dander up a little bit? Sure. Hey guys, it's TMA at the ballpark happening in 2024. It's from the 314. I don't know. Hopefully, it was a fun day. That was a great day. You get seats out there in right field. Jackson had the right read on the lipstick glass. Mm. My wife and I were encouraging him to go make a play. And he said, it was a married lady. Mm. And he respected the ring. He respected those marital vows. Well, not everyone on the dais does. I respect him. I just don't pay attention to him. Mm, Yeah. Have you ever stolen a married lady right out from under her husband? What do you mean, stolen? Well, just snatched her away for a brief interlude? Of course. Of course. Like more than once? Yes. Bill. Was the husband there when you've... No. Well, she wasn't happily married. You've done a lot of bird dogging. I'm just just helping her out. (laughs) I like that term a lot. (laughs) You do. (laughs) Wacko, the only reason you think that is because there's a ton of foreclosures in your neighborhood. Come to Ladue, where we are the ones doing the foreclosing. Mm. That's from Mr. Lakes. Yeah. They're back at it. And by Ladue, you mean Overland? Mm. Now, you're, now you're hitting KG in his wheelhouse. Is he Overland? I thought he was South City. Well, that's where he taught there for a while. That's what the O-Town stands for. Yeah. Ah, son of a bitch. Yeah, didn't cross my mind. No. Did you guys talk when he was in here yesterday? No. Why would I? Did you at least exchange pleasantries? Yeah. Hey, like an old, hey, how do you do? Yeah. No. Okay. Oh, gosh. Your enemy list is getting longer than Nixon's. <laughs> Happy birthday. Your not talk to list is growing. Mm. Participating in adultery is so Hoosier. That's from KJ and O-Town. Yeah. yeah. You don't think that's a little bit Hoosier? Hoosier? Yeah. Well, one of the women, one of the ladies' his husband was probably worth about $30 million. And Who was this? Lived in a mansion. Who? So I just, I I just snatched her away from this sugar daddy. How could you possibly let that one go? Well, she wasn't interested in anything other than sex. Perfect. And so she knew right where to go. How long ago was this? <laughs> oh, God almighty. Is this recently? <laughs> 20s, early 30s. Oh, so a couple years. 20s, back. I don't know. Where did you Roger her? Her house. Wow. You mean villa? Yeah, so, husband, so, husband's on a business trip. <laughs> so, <laughs> so how did you boyfriend. meet her? How did you meet her? At a bar. You were there working at the at place on Kings Highway? No. No, I didn't. You were at Balaban's with your Miami Vice get up. I only met a few girls in Antigua um, you had your Miami Vice get up, fake Rolex. I don't know what it was wearing back then. Brown skin, glistening in the sun. <laughs> she walks through the I'm saloon doors. Arizona. You make eye contact, and she said, let's go back to Ledoux. It was a jazz bar. I don't even remember what the name of it was, but they always, they always had good jazz in there. <clears throat> I think Chase might have been playing at some point. Chase, Chase Richards. Richards. Um, she just had the bar by herself. We just hit it off. And... So she said, come back to my house in Ledoux? No, it wasn't like that. Yeah, how was it, baby? How was it? Oh, we just talked. Hmm. Well, it sounds like you did more than talk. No, we kind of I took her out to her car. We made out. Just She said, my husband's going out of town this weekend. Would you like to come by, have dinner, and sure. At her house. I love when she teases like that. She didn't have kids, I guess. No. 
because you wouldn't worry that you might leave a trace of something, I mean, a DNA I... sample, or he might come back early? I don't know what they think. I don't think she's worried about him coming back early. No. Will you ever keep in touch with her again after that, or was this just no. a love him and leave him type of thing? Well, it wasn't me. Just... Yeah, she was done with me. She dumped you. Yeah, it was just a mutual thing. We just... I don't know, maybe she got divorced. I don't know what happened. I don't remember the names of half of the girls I've been with. But after the husband left town, you had a great what weekend a, at her house in Ladue. What a pure romantic. And then what happened in the days that followed? Did you never make contact with her again? No, I mean, she's got a life. She's married. I mean, we weren't calling each other. He's in the shower. Let's talk. Oh, oh a couple times, you know, she says, you know... He's going to be out of town. You want to come over and just... So it did of, happen a few more of, times later. Yeah, but it just kind of ended after that. Just kind of... Maybe they got back together. I, I don't know. know. <laughs> this music playing in the background when you strolled into her boudoir. Boudoir. Might have played Michael Franks back then. I don't know. Walking into her compound. Huh. Yeah. Go right into the master bedroom? Yeah, the point is that it's not Hoosier. <laughs> well, I think it could be. Did you did you go right into the master bedroom? I mean, if I go over with an Armani jacket on and she's wearing Prada, I don't think that's a Hoosier. I know you brought that to the table, but were those the outfits that were worn? Well, I had quite a few Armani jackets from Bob Birch. <laughs> he went up to a, I got your brother-in-law. It was. He went brother. up to a 39, and I was wearing, or maybe he went up to a 38, and he had 36s, whatever. He just told me things. I got a bunch of Armani jackets I can't wear anymore. Do you want them? Sure. Yeah. They all fit like a glove, and they're like $1,000 jackets. Yeah. I oh, yeah, couldn't afford them. Well. Yeah. So it wasn't me spending money to get them. But... And when the women saw you in this, I mean, they were helpless. Well, yeah. Right? She probably thought I had money. Yeah. And did you? Ah, <laughs> uh, fiction. No, she... <laughs> did she ever ask what she did for a no, living? and I how much money? I house and I dodged a dart. Oh, that was a giveaway. Yeah, she was still was, back then. She was still welcome to your advances. Yeah, I think I had a Monte Carlo back then. Wow. Guys, the tale is old as time. A rich lady from Ladue risks it all to be bedded by a Caesar salad chef in the 215. <laughs> I'll say what you want. It just seems pretty risky to have you in the house. Well, it, it, was, it was out of town. Yeah, but still, it's... A... I don't know, maybe it's in California. You think he's going to surprise visit? Ah, I'm going to catch her. I'm flying all the way back, and I'm going to catch her. But in the same bed? And if, and if it happened, what do I care? I'll just go out the front door. I don't care. You were in the same bed where they sleep together? Yeah. I'm sure she changed the sheets. Yeah. My God. Why does this turn into anything? Well, but you brought it up, and I didn't bring it interested. up. Frank Cusimona. <laughs> it wasn't him, was it? Somebody brought it up, and then... Was it Kusumano was out of town? Oh, yeah. Breaking don't, news. I'll get into that. Um, Gosh, no, I, you know, I've never met Monique. I've never met his wife. In all the oh, years wow. I've worked with him and produced yeah. shows for him, I've never met his wife, I don't okay. think. I think she brought in That's good. treats of some kind. Ooh, delicious time. treats. It's a relief to Frank, no doubt. <laughs> I don't do that to friends, at least only once or twice. But you could if you wanted. Uh, at least only rarely. once or twice. Did you catch that, Doug? <laughs> well, one of the things a gentleman should do so as to not be cucked by Iggy is go to Glenn Betts Jewelers in business in St. Louis since 1941. Operated by the third and fourth generation of the Betts family, the Glenn Betts difference is you are served personally, not sold. Glenn Betts Jewelers develops relationships through generations 
of your family as well. Well, here we are in cuffing season, and maybe you want to get engaged. Support the sponsors, Glenn Betts Jewelers, the official jeweler of TMA. They get to know your likes, lifestyle, and who and what you love. The three L's, glenbetsjewelers.com, located one mile east to 270 on Manchester and De Pere. In the jewelry business, there is good, there is better, and then there is Betts. The Betts family passion for serving their customers has been passed down from generation to generation. It's Glenn Betts Jewelers.com, G L E N N B E T Z Jewelers.com. That's Glenn Betts Jewelers. Well, Doug, you're right. I've got to make my picks for the Circa Millions this week mm-hmm. and see if we can mount a Sunday charge. Jackson, tell the people about Circa. Sure, Tim. I'll tell you about the Circa sports app. Maybe you're looking to do some gambling this weekend. Plenty of college football. You got NFL. We got this like sports eclipse going on. You got college football, NFL, NHL, MLB playoffs and NBA all going on at the same time. Plenty to bet on, and I suggest using the Circa Sports app because the world's largest sports book in Las Vegas is now in Illinois. The Circa Sports app is sports betting the way it should be with big app bets, high betting limits, tight money line splits, and the best customer service. And, of course, the Circa Sports app is now available in Illinois. So if you live here in St. Louis, just make the short drive across the river. Or if you already live in Illinois, sign up for the Circa Sports app. Maybe you're thinking, hey, what's USC's motivation now that they're pretty much limited? from the playoff. Caleb Williams, they win the Heisman. They're taking on Cal in Berkeley. Ten and a half points. Just think about it. The Circus Sports app. Uh, visit CircusSports.com for more details. Get ready to start betting like a pro. If you or someone you know may have a problem with gambling, call 1-800-GAMBLER or text ILGAMB to 833-234. There it is. Uh, Circa Millions is what I'm in, Doug, and I'm fighting for my life out there. Oh, really? Just not getting one and four last week. I had my son just point to teams and that 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 formula surprisingly didn't work it, it didn't work this weekend you're probably going to have a cookout while you watch uh florida and georgia i guess are you gonna have a cookout for kentucky and tennessee i probably won't have a cookout it's gonna be too cold well then you can enjoy andrea's at that cookout that you will not be having i'll just be warming up chicken and enjoying it with some andrea's barbecue sauce online at andreas.com and maybe you go you know what Saturday night, I'll head over to Andrea's Steakhouse and enjoy the delicious treats they have there. They have the steak sauce, the barbecue sauce, and the steakhouse online at andreas.com. You want to experience the steakhouse, check it out at andreas.com. Or you want to get that barbecue sauce or steak sauce, go to andreas.com. And it's also available at Deerberg's and Schnooks. It's Andrea's. Max and Rebecca will take wonderful care of you at Andrea's. We will close out our mug and ass. St. Louis Acura, Alton Toyota, 7 o'clock hour. Lisa Ann joining us, scheduled to join us at 9.05, mm-hmm. Doug. Okay, we'll look forward uh, to that. We'll have the drops of the week. We'll have the design air heating and cooling email of the day. And we'll have more tales of infidelity. That's uh, what we got kind of lined up yeah, here. Yeah, I think that's program. what people enjoy the most. That's exactly right. That's coming up here on TMA from the Michelob Ultra Studios.